0: Today, we're back with my guest host, author, educator, Ed Parrott, Barbara Ann Mojica. Barbara provides tools to inspire, entertain, and educate today's youth. Barbara believes history is the key to solving many of today's problems. Moms, dads, guardians, are you tired of being bombarded by social media noise and revisionist history? Well, then you need to accept the challenge of my guest host today and become a truth teller. So without any further ado, once again, here's Barbara Ann Mojica. Well, you know, we're talking about critical thinking and, and getting our kids to understand uh, what's a fact, maybe what's an opinion in every day. But but why is that important uh, to understand the difference between facts and opinion? And, and how can a busy mom, a busy dad, a busy guardian Teach their children to recognize each?
1: Well, I would use information to give them little mini exercises. So, for instance, if you give them a piece of age appropriate reading or a, a small article in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a magazine, again, depending on the age of the child, and if it expresses a particular point of view, uh, tell the child, well, this is one person's opinion, Mm -hmm. and that's a good place to start, but then ask the child, what do you think about how that person says this happened or what do you think about them do you think they're right do you think they're wrong and you can teach them to kind of look for words that show their perspective so if it's if it's an opinion piece you're going to have words like i believe or uh perhaps or maybe and then you can try to find an article or a, uh, a news bite, you can even have a child uh, listen to uh, a snippet of news and ask the child to, to say, do you see that uh, there is an opposite opinion? And then show them another perspective and say, how is this the same? How is this different? Uh, can you see how both, uh, both people could be right? or both people could be wrong because Hmm. part of critical thinking is not coming to a conclusion until you observe the facts and you think about them for a while. You don't just say, oh, he said this, you infer, uh, different reasons. Well, why, why do you, why do I think they said this was something else happening in in the world that might have made them think that or was was somebody else influencing them to make them come to this conclusion and then again we said before the way people communicate how is this being communicated to us are we just hearing one side of the story or is is that reporter or is that article trying to to give us the opportunity to see more than one viewpoint?
0: And you know sometimes Barbara, I find that in looking back at history because you said something earlier to try to understand why the person made the decision or did the things they did in that particular setting not the setting we're in right now, but in the setting that they were in and what was going on in their world and around them, at that time you know i'm listening to you and i'm thinking about uh nefarious uh character john wilkes booth uh now he is nefarious he's a bad actor mm-hmm. but why what was going what was going on with him that that might have led him to uh contemplate about uh assassinating Lincoln? what what was going on in his world around him leading up to that moment and then what occurred afterwards. Because when you try to put yourself in uh, John Wilkes Booth's uh, shoes, not not to uh, 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 agree with what he did, but to understand where he was coming from and, and why things like that, uh, should never happen again. It, it, it helps you understand, okay, I, I understand that particular brand of evil and understanding it and how it came about and the influences upon him, what I could do to keep my, myself from going down that type of road and my kids from going down that type of road. and dissuade other people from perpetrating that type of evil.
1: Well, yeah. When you put yourself in the timing, the Civil War had just ended. This surrender had just been signed, mm-hmm. and uh, Lincoln had made a speech telling uh, telling the nation that we were all going to be uh, together again. John Wilkes Booth was a Southerner who felt that uh, all was lost. You know, his cause was lost. He, he wanted revenge. He was an extremely driven person as, as yes, an actor. He, he was. was very, very driven. And it was a moment uh, of rage and anger and, re, you know, revenge. And he, when he stabbed Lincoln, he, he jumped down on the stage and said, the South is revenged. Uh and he really thought he was doing something wonderful. He was going to save the South from, from this monster. And ironically, by killing Lincoln, he put into power uh, Andrew Johnson, who was going to become uh, a, a an enemy of Southerners. Oh, because yeah. his okay. reconstruction was, was a dramatically different from the viewpoint of Lincoln, who was going to bring the country together and welcome the South back into the fold. Whereas Andrew Johnson, his administration was the beginning of a reconstruction that was, was an awful
0: period. It was was definitely, definitely brutal, but, you know, again, understanding uh, individuals like him is what keeps us from making those similar type of mistakes today And therein lies the beauty of history, uh, knowing your past and and what occurred and the mistakes that occurred in the past. uh, History is a good learning tool to help you keep from from committing the same mistakes again. It,
1: It connects us to the past and it shows us a better way toward the future.
0: And uh, you know, I, I just think things like that are important. Go right along with uh, crit- critical thinking and understanding the, the facts uh, of the situation in, in the time period where where it's happening. So let let me ask you this: uh, you talk about cultural heritage, and uh, I'm a I'm a big believer in. Uh, Uh, I'm first and foremost uh, American, but there is cultural history. There are things that I have passed down from my childhood and when I grew up and things that my parents and grandparents uh, taught me that I pass along to my children. Uh, Certain foods and why those foods were were a favorite of mine growing up. Traditions around Christmas and, and other uh, seasons of the year, and uh, just kind of understanding where your 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 ancestry, where where they come from, and, and the things that they did are are all important because it helps you under, helps you to know who you are.
1: Exactly. It provides, history provides an identity to a certain group or certain culture, a certain people. And what are our communities? Our communities are collections of people. And within that community, there are many different types of cultures, many different types of heritage. So when we go out to eat, we Have a choice of restaurants, and many of those restaurants embody the culture of a particular group. The food of a of a particular group, the way a a particular group might dress or behave, uh, might be manifested in the setting of that restaurant. When you look, when you take a child into the local community, and Personally, I am very fortunate because I live in uh, in the Hudson Valley of New York, which is surrounded by history everywhere. But go into any local community and ask a child to just notice things. I mean, two, two words to give a child. I wonder. If you ask a child, well, I wonder who used to live in that old building. I wonder what kind of foods they used to eat. I wonder if they went to school. I wonder what they learned. I wonder how their parents taught them. I wonder what kind of jobs people did. Just taking them into the community, uh, having them observe, having them look around, having them notice the that community is is comprised of many many different kinds of people so we're not we ourselves as a family are part of a larger community and that local community is part of a larger global community and if that again it need, it leads to the necessity of understanding our personal history, our local history, our country's history, and how that fits into the world at large.
0: And and it's sort of like a deep root system, you know. Uh, I I come from a background of, you know, my great-great-grandparents were sharecroppers, and my my grandfather was also. And they worked really hard. Education was important to them. Uh, and, And With my mom, you know, she she had a high school education. She wanted to go to college, but wasn't able to do so uh, because she had children when she was really, really young. And it was just not that opportunity at that time. But to go out to have a son who not only got a college degree, uh, but because of my, my heritage and the the, the history of my family working hard and, and being in a country that, uh, where when you work hard, you can achieve great things. Uh, went on to become a naval officer, went on to, uh, to obtain a graduate's uh, a degree and, uh, all because of hard work in and in a history of. Hard work and the roots of my my family and my family's heritage, and that, that's the wonderful, great thing about this country and this country's history is you have all different uh, ethnic groups coming in, uh, each other working hard, and you uh, know I, I like to say America's history overall. Though we we've had our problems, we have had our failings, but. Hard, hard work and uh, of, of many, many different cultures have led to many successful people from a multitude of cultures.
1: Yes, and I, I would agree. And, and my story is not dissimilar. Uh, I, I came from a family. Um, both of my parents uh, didn't finish high school. Uh, they, they were, they came of age during the depression and they went out very young to work and, and help support the family. And I was the first one, uh, on either side of my family to graduate college. But uh, again, my parents instilled in me that determination and that curiosity to, to want to, you press forward and, and to want to uh to achieve. And that that's the greatest thing we can give our kids. Uh you know, being fair, uh, teaching them to be organized, teaching them to be responsible, teaching them to be independent thinkers, teaching them to communicate well, but also to listen well and, and you know, mm. encourage them to share but encourage them also to be open to listening and uh, always finding uh, another person's perspective.
0: Growing Uh, themselves, stretching themselves. And, uh, you know, people, a lot of people talk, but, you know, few people take the time to listen to what's being said and what you said a while ago, that's how you circle back to curiosity, uh, that it had been so ingrained in you that even into adulthood, there was the wonder of curiosity and moms and dads and guardians, don't get anything else out of this, uh, it's still in your kids the the wonder and the excitement of curiosity so that they're always have a desire to to grow themselves from now until the Lord calls them home because we weren't meant to set in our comfort zone. We were meant to grow, and growth requires uh, curiosity to, to extend oneself beyond who you are, what your knowledge is, and you're never too old to learn and expand and grow who you are.
1: Oh no, definitely not. I mean, now that I am quote retired, I have never worked harder, <laughs> and I am. I look forward. I look forward to learning something new every day, and and I, I think my curiosity has just grown. Uh, you know, I, and I'm hoping that that. That's the way I'm going to circle back to my childhood before my ending days. And I I hope uh, I will continue to learn something new every day till the day that I do die.
0: Well, parents, uh, we appreciate you uh, listening in on this uh, uh, podcast. Uh, Barbara has 14 books out there, and I think that it'd be well worth your time to go out and go to her website. And we're going to have links to her website and links to where you can find her book. But I think that it'll be a good use of your time and expand the curiosity of your child by making use of Barbara's 14 books about history. Uh, She has a new one that she's about to put out, if I remember correctly. It's uh, Jefferson's uh, Monticello Real quick, Barbara, do you want to tell them about your new book that you have coming up?
1: Uh, yes, that'll be out later this year. And we go to Monticello. We, we investigate uh, the life and times and a lot of contributions that Jefferson made uh, that people are unaware of. Uh, and we will be looking at uh, the explorers. Uh, We will be looking at the scientific inventions. We'll be looking at his library. We will be looking at his controversial life, uh, his work as the author of the uh, Declaration of Independence, what he wanted in it that didn't get in it, and what he wanted to be known for. So all of those are are issues that we're going to uh, address in that book.
0: And moms and dads, if you're looking for something to do with your child, uh, remember, you're the chief role model, you're the chief educator. Yes, your children go to school. Some of y'all have your kids go to private school. Some of you homeschool. But no matter if you are homeschooling uh, or if you are have your children in public or private school, you are the chief educator. You are responsible for your children's education. And what a wonderful way to sit down with your child and go through this book and the other books that Barbara has and to grow your child's mind and watch their wonderment while at the same time finding out some facts and things about history that you may not have even known. I think that would be a great use of your time. And I want to encourage you to do it again. It's so important that each one of our episodes, you check out the podcast description because that is where you're going to find wonderful links and resources to the guests that I have on the Fearless Parody podcast. And in this instance, Miss Barbara's 14 books on history, which are a mine. And again, I challenge you to go to our website and check out these books. Uh, Barbara, uh, I want to thank you for being on my podcast. You've been an exceptional guest.
1: Thank you very much. I enjoyed having a chat with you today and uh, happy to meet your listeners.
0: Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, Moms, Dads, and Guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared, it's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That's why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.